0: Welcome to the Black Wolf 1230s podcast. I am Black Wolf 1230. This is the home where wolves and sheep can mingle, can learn, listen, look, and become one. In accordance, as far as being free to be whomever they want to be, think however they want to think, worship however they want to worship. Because it's not all about that. It's about the fellowship. It's about the appreciation of life. So, uh, we start, uh, we're on chapter, we're in my book, this is my manuscript, 65,000 words, 210 pages, it's a manuscript, copy, manuscript, titled, A What Bites Once Through Evolution, the, in this chapter that we're on, it's called, The Smiles of a Marsupial. And what's so significant about the smiles of a uh, marsupial. Uh, a marsupial, even when they sleep, it look like they're smiling. So mine was, I didn't have an easy, easy life. But, no, I didn't have a le easy life. So I worked on my inner being. So... What was going on on the outside of me didn't affect me. So um, smiling is a sense of emotional happiness, a feeling of happiness. And so the smiles are for my superior. It's nothing greater to know that God is right there with you no matter what. Remember that. kill his cadence
1: come <laughs> <laughs> come
2: Kindness starts with the joy that every baby is born with. Kindness is flowed from the heart. I learned the longer I spent time with negative people my character of kindness was in jeopardy of being lost. I have to be kind to people whom I know don't like me. I wanted vengeance upon my enemies, but the Holy Bible teaches me that I am to be generous with forgiveness lest I be as the same as them. Kindness helped me to stomach various different people who walked a different way of life I did. Kindness opened my heart to love people unconditionally. God's love for me is incomparable to any human's love for me. Love is infinite, it knows no time. I buried myself in other strangers' homes and lifestyles just to feel I was loved. In fact it wasn't love, it was a devalue of my spirit. Love endures and that includes the bad times. I invested a lot of money and time in dressing up my flesh with materials and superficial attributes just to be love. With God I didn't need to do these things, I was accepted and loved for me. God loves me enough to fulfill my every needs. God's love filled the void I was so desperately needing Him to do. I felt my parents didn't love or wasn't giving me the love I needed to maintain my assurance of being wanted. The enemy preyed on my weakness, while God reversed it, for a strength. I am his son and I had been chosen by God, since the creation of the earth and the heavens. My past was bruised and scraped by my own hands, but my future is made perfect by his hands. Knowing God's love is for me gives me an unshakable joy. No one could give me joy, but God. Joy is internal as compared to happiness, which is external. Happiness is temporary while joy is infinite in my heart. Life is not in my worldly possessions, life lies in my standing firm in God's Word. His reflection is displayed in my gratefulness of His Son Jesus dying for my sake. The possessing of joy gives me the power to praise God and uplifts my head in worshipping Him. While I was working for a hospital gave me an inner, my salary I was earning gave me an outer happiness. So basically, I only had happiness on payday. I would become severely unhappy if my time cards were not processed by payroll correctly. Yet I still had the joyous satisfaction of helping patients. Joy is spiritual while happiness is carnal. Joy is unmeasured by any scale nor table. The Holy Bible teaches me to seek the King of God first and everything else will be given to me. So it is my spiritual obligation to appreciate my joy that God has given me over the happiness that man tries to rely upon me. Having an inner is synonymous to an inner freedom. The spirit of freedom begins with a liberation of my mind. In order for me to be free, I had to change my thinking. What I once was doesn't mean I am today. To keep from being trapped in the dungeons of my own mind and feeling its enslaving, I am to be a student God's word. I have to live in his promises to form a hedge against my enemies. I have to always keep in mind that he made me as a king and not a slave. God's waters are always springing in my gardens of independence from the world. Why am I not free to love? I am nothing without exercising my power to love. I am filled the facets of godliness, in other words I am filled with freedoms. My beliefs that I instill in my worshiping His Son is an opening to my soul. Chains in the Holy Bible are symbolized through the sins of myself. Freedom is the ability to make sacrifices for the God I serve. I sacrifice my wants for my needs when I come into fellowship with Jesus Christ. Jesus is a living example of a sacrifice God gave me, so that I am free from damnation. Sacrifices are retributions and atonements that are performed to show that God is first above all things. I needed to give up something I cherish so that God has shown my sincerity toward Him. Fasting is a form of sacrifice. In order to bring forth a fruitful sacrifice, I needed to obtain a higher wisdom. Wisdom start with knowing thyself and my self-esteem was damaged. I started surrounding myself with uplifting things like a cross and the Holy Bible and I started isolating people and their negative thinking so I can focus on my repairing phase of my soul. I needed to humble myself in order for God to exalt me. All things come from God thus I needed to bow before Him to receive what I was needed. I had let my enemies take control of my senses. I was thinking I was nothing and my physical appearances were showing it. I wasn't brushing my hair not washing my face. Here I had all strength but failed to use. My inner strength is to love myself. What was the purpose of God's son dying for me and I was killing myself with spiritual dominances. I am his temple and I needed to walk as such. My problems were held in a sinking ship and I needed to be rescued. The mistakes I make is just part of my story and the other part of the story is healing. With self-esteem comes a sense of feeling loyal to something that was greater than myself. The Lord has risen so I can continue rising over my obstacles of oneself daily. Love is best taught when shown. I needed to like myself and like myself more. My creation is molded by God's image of me and I am supposed to be perfect like. The ability to love myself is motivated by the Son Jesus Christ. The Lord has risen so I can continue rising over my obstacles of oneself daily. Love is best taught when shown. I needed to like myself and like myself more. My creation is molded by God's image of me and I am supposed to be perfect like. The ability to love myself is motivated by the Son Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ came into the world to save me. I believe he has my better interest always at hand. I am constantly challenged by His Word. I am studying His life, so that my life is filled with freedom. I am affected by His love and how He offered His body for me. My appeals are my testimonies. My life is dedicated for His glory. The Word is Jesus and of Jesus. When Jesus walked the earth He spoke of tearing down. I am forever reminded that I was born of a divine purpose. I had used countless energies to become someone that is not warranted in my spiritual walk. I am a brother of Jesus and my bloodlines are of royalty. I owe it to him as well as myself to be the best I can be. The enemy attempted to cause doubt in my spirit but he failed. I will protest his coming and saving me is a pure act of God. I have to work on learning to tie, so I can stand before Jesus on Judgment Day with confidence. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega line that is tied to my salvation. I believe fully with no questions. I walk with no bad reflections. My will is to obey His word. Jesus designed my life to complete this book because it helps lost people of the world to be found again. The wisdom of my intimate touch with Jesus shines like a beacon against darkness. Jesus is a fellow soldier in my times of war. Jesus is a truth that no man can come against. Jesus has freed me of all spiritual bonding by my enemies. I had been freed and released to enjoy my life as God sees fit. My shouts are yelled in victory from my captives. The bigger the light comes into my consciousness the smaller my captives' hands are to hold me. My happiness is in my liberation of the enemy. The atmosphere of freedom is painless in its own domain. I now know the communion with other sinners help me to fight battles I am currently waging war against and battles that are awaiting in my life. The Holy Bible is a full shield of armor against spiritual ignorance. Sin has caused me to do bad things and yet my freedom is knowing I am forgiven. Not only is my freedom is felt, it has also been ordained. Every drop of oil placed in a lamp is a drop created for my betterment. Sleep comes easy now that I have a warrior who is always there. I am so thankful that the Comforter chose me to do his work. I shall lift my eyes toward his sunset and let it shine upon my spirit. Every spirit needs to go under a transformation to be wiped clean. God has made me a unique individual with no copies. What is good for the world is not necessarily good for me. I needed nonconformity as an earpiece to my soul. The world is 90% illusion and lies. The other 10% are God and His fruitful words of life. What I am not today gives me the spirit to change and transform, so that I am exalted to a new level of my life. It is always good to write down goals and plots for my preparation of my next destiny. Transformation is a representation of what I did in my past. God is not a friend of my past, and yet He is there. To ignore God is to ignore the technologies that are constantly evolving thus I need to evolve. To transform my biggest thoughts to words is a triumphant attempt to live accordingly. There are many types of warfare I face spiritually. God has supplied me with the weapons to fortify myself. The enemy by sight is not visible. The care I placed in hosting foreign spiritual elements of my soul needs to be replaced with how I was going to obtained alerted by my convictions. My mind is telling me to go left when my spirit points me left. Again I am facing a fork in the road of my salvation. Warfare is not an ideal that can be hidden under a rug. My feelings of anger is committed by my quest for truth and justice. Warfare and acknowledgement of my adversaries began to bring light to a dark situation. With age comes wisdom, and I need it to wisen up or lose what my purpose is. Being one's own prisoner is the worst facet of war. Especially when the enemy I'm fighting is myself. I needed to cut myself off from such damnation. The stories in this book tells of the different people and avenues I have endured to strengthen me. The thought of me fighting this war cannot be conceived. God says the greatest weapon I have is love in my heart. I have a new lease on life, and that's to never give in to these principalities. My phone book and contacts are flex with people who tried to jeopardize my relation with God. My soul is in danger the more I am led by my beliefs in the supernatural. The enemy seeks to strangle the very breath that God gave me this is a death penalty. Attacks are not restricted to open eyes, its attacks are best when I sleep. I am best touched by my dreams and paranoia. My paranoia gets the best of me. Prosperity is fruit that harvested from faith. Delivery of such rewards have been paid for by Jesus Christ. Growth is obtained by hearing the words of God. My concept of growing old should be accompanied by my ability to rid my life of people, places, and things that impede in the destinations God is sending me. The work that is sown shall reap a bountiful harvest. The judge of my life has also become my refuge for blessings. I shout in amazement that the lights I see are just a reflection of what He will do. My bowels are filled with richness of His heart. Everything I touch and am to touch will be fortified by His love. I once was a creature held in by my flesh until I came by the waters to drink. Whoever I am commanded to go I will go with His blessings of light. It is His desire to elevate me. God is consistent in everything He does and His convictions. I am constantly faced with my own convictions. I am my judge and jury therefore what I do is the responsibility of my own. This spiritual journey is about airing my dirty laundry and washing it on the blood of Jesus. My direction of goodness is rooted in my seeds of my convictions. The shame I placed myself through is designed to deter me from sin. This awareness is an enlightenment of areas I am to work and improve on. My actions of forsaking Him is an act of cowardice. The way I treat my inner self reflects how I portray my outer self. I had been saved by my God and forgiven. My hands touched objects of filth and God's punishment is reversible by me working away from them. A feeling of heaviness is not compatible with my spirit and my prosperity. I am to prosper according to my discipline of intaking the teachings of God and His purpose for me. I am supernaturally being trained to digest His blessings He has for me in waiting. I am made to be a blessing to others but how? God gives us more than enough and that surplus is supposed to be given to others. A given spirit is a blessed spirit. The light of my awakening allows me to be fruitful in this world. There is a need in destitution that plagues this earth today. The Holy Bible teaches me that my fruits are to be shared with anyone who needs. Prosperity is a counterpartner of need, its synonym is succeed. There is a natural energy that follows contentment. My blessings are sanctified, and should be given as restitution to the needy. A prosperous person is a generous person, because his gifts are tapped from a never-ending and infinite as well. I am supposed to receive my blessings with all patience. God can't be rushed, he works by his own clock of orders. King Solomon in the Holy Bible speaks of everything has a season, and this is my season for jubilation, and spiritual blessings. When God prospers no man can take it away, unless I surrender it to him. I am more joyous of the giver than I am the object that is given. My hands are on my prosperity, while my eyes are constantly on God. Prosperity is fruit that harvested from faith. Delivery of such rewards have been paid for by Jesus Christ. Growth is obtained by hearing the words of God. My concept of growing old should be accompanied by my ability to rid my life of people, places and things that impede in the destinations God is sending me. The work that is sown shall reap a bountiful harvest. The judge of my life has also become my refuge for blessings. I shout in amazement that the lights I see are just a reflection of what He will do. My bowels are filled with richness of His heart. Everything I touch and am to touch will be fortified by His love. I once was a creature held in by my flesh until I came by the waters to drink. Whoever I am commanded to go, I will go with His blessings of light. It is His desire to elevate me. God is consistent in everything He does and His convictions. I am constantly faced with my own convictions. I am my judge and jury therefore what I do is the responsibility of my own. This spiritual journey is about airing my dirty laundry and washing it on the blood of Jesus. My direction of goodness is rooted in my seeds of my convictions. The shame I placed myself through is designed to deter me from sin. This awareness is an enlightenment of areas I am to work and improve on. My actions of forsaking Him is an act of cowardice. The way I treat my inner self reflects how I portray my outer self. I had been saved by my God and forgiven. My hands touched objects of filth and God's punishment is reversible by me working away from them. A feeling of heaviness is not compatible with my spirit and my prosperity. I am to prosper according to my discipline of in taking the teachings of God and His purpose for me. I am supernaturally being trained to digest his blessings he has for me in waiting. I am made to be a blessing to others, but how? God gives us more than enough and that surplus is supposed to be given to others. A given spirit is a blessed spirit. The light of my awakening allows me to be fruitful in this world. There is a need and destitution that plagues this earth today. The Holy Bible teaches me that my fruits are to be shared with anyone who needs. Prosperity is a counterpartner of need, its synonym is succeed. There is a natural energy that follows contentment. My blessings are sanctified and should be given as restitution to the needy. A prosperous person is a generous person because his gifts are tapped from a never-ending and infinite as well. I am supposed to receive my blessings with all patience. God can't be rushed, he works by his own clock of orders. King Solomon in the Holy Bible speaks of everything has a season and this is my season for jubilation and spiritual blessings. When God prospers no man can take it away unless I surrender it to him. I am more joyous of the giver than I am the object that is given. My hands are on my prosperity while my eyes are constantly on God. Prosperity is not to be boasted but it is used to be a testament to the goodness of God. I chose a prosperous life over poverty. I feel helpless in helping others who are worse off than I am. Instead of going to a bank for riches, I chose to seek it in the roots of this earth. I take vitamins and drink water as a ritual because it is my direct interaction to the land God has given us all to use. God's will is to remove me from destitution and place me in the presence of kings. My prayers are filled with thanksgiving of all that He has done for me. I am no longer a burden to a generation of people who are just as needy as I was. Every letter that I type on this laptop brings me closer to where I am supposed to be. The supernatural prosperity of life can't be earned by works of labor but can be earned by works of obedience to God's Word. I am to harness His covenant as a life best as I am shaken in storms. To be conscious is to be aware. To ignore my conscience of God is to bring convictions and guilt upon me. My conscience directs my life in positive directions. There is an alarm that sounds off in my mind when I do wrong and I know better. My conscience helps me to live in a moral harmony with others. Shame is not welcomed. God is all good and anything that contests is taken for bad. The information I send my body from my brain to do right is an appeasement of my being. The love for others builds a wall around my selfish need to feed my flesh with temporary things and replaces it with the covenant of eternal life. A child is born with the consciousness of needing love. My need to stand right in gestures for peace eases my conscience. The Holy Spirit revives me of my dwellings with dead ideologies and things. I have to practice daily to remove these items from my presence. I am easily influenced by peer pressure and my ability to make decisions are other people decisions and not mine. Even though I have been separated physically, I still carry its negative teachings in my mind. The Ten Commandments as written in the Holy Bible is a blueprint for moral consciousness. Once I have read, heard, and seen God's word I become responsible for obeying the creed that is written. Light pieces darkness and with this darkness has to leave the body. A good conscience brings peace to the mind and the behaviors of its host. When I sin I immediately become chastised by my conscience to do better next time. The more I learn of God I see He can create and build situations of resolutions that I cannot gain from no man. Man's wisdom is but a hair compared to God's wisdom. To know something is to be conscious of its existence. The next phase is to understand the ramifications of man's presence in this world. In college, I learned during a cultural anthropology lecture that laws were given to us to maintain order in society. The laws of the commandments serve the same purpose but for a different goal. The goal is to obtain a sinless life. To be conscious of sin is the first leg of the battle. How can a man fight an enemy he can't see? He uses other branches of people to gain intel on the adversary. The great thing about having an intel partner in God is that he won't lie. So thus truth is sought after in order to be equipped properly for battle. Ignorance is of an opposite polarity to acknowledgement. Conscious has to possess a curious nature of questioning. The enemy is not going to reveal his full intentions in your life until that beacon of light is shown upon him. An open conscience frees me from shame because as I walk in darkness I am also aware there is an uplifter that awaits me on the other side of that tunnel. What forces benefit from a lost and misled human being? That force is a force possessed by the doctrines of demons. My confessions are the fruits of my conscience. Every lie I told will appear in other ways in my spirit. My lies make me aware that I am in the company of more liars. I am not to judge because I too was a partaker in such deceptive practices. Nothing can grow from bad soil and my soil was flustered with chaos and mayhem. In returning back to God's presence I discover my past is not welcomed and my present is celebrated by the very angels God has sent to help me. If I am not careful I will let arrogance overtake me for the cause of being favored. It is a good feeling when God accepts what you do and still blessed you.
0: Welcome back, and thank you for listening to part two of A Wolf Bites Once, the Evolution, chapter 15, the second part of a, uh, The Smiles of a Marsupial. Tune in tomorrow as we move through this chapter. There's still still more to go. And thank you for listening. Remember, it's about love. As long as I'm loving you, I'm loving me. Love endures all. Love is the greatest weapon. So guess what? I love all you. So guess what that means? All of you are my weapons. Remember, stay peaced up.